Do you know what The Sims is? Yeah, it had That's a resurgence like beginning of um, like the lockdowns. I downloaded it again. I like locking up a Sim and forcing them to make artwork that I sell while my other oh. Sims live life. This love is some did you ever, complex. Did you ever do the, right where there. you kill them though? Did you ever do yes. the ones where you like, like the tile? Put them in the swimming pool and then take out the ladder on the pool and they don't know what to do, so they swim around until they drown. That's how you kill. That's how you kill or you could build up like <laughs> a little work shed with no doors and yeah, put them inside exactly. and they walk around until this they starve and die. Dark shit, oh, you're yeah. missing out on some cool I've never played Sims. I was in the military protecting you. So you, <laughs> you could were, play Sims. You were driving a boat. Were you yep. protecting me or you were More just driving, you driving were a boat? Protecting me. <laughs> the unapproachable. I got a big mouth and I talk a lot. The uncomfortable. I do a lot of stuff naked. The unavoidable conversations you didn't know you could have. It's awful. Two friends together too many years. Oh. Asking too many dumb questions. This is dark stuff. Revealing people for who they really are. I've been living with an ugly body for most of my life. It's the commentary you didn't ask for, but a podcast you might need. That question sucks. Absolute BS with Brad and Steve. I'm in for a dumb journey. Sometimes a pairing comes along that works just too well. We talk a lot of BS over here at ABS. Our guest this week talks a lot about Just S. This episode, we are joined by Diane Teal Evans, nutritional therapist and founder of DiT Wellness, providing nutritional therapy programming for the betterment of women's gut health, energy, hormones, and skin. She's also the co-host of the educational podcast, Get Your Shit Together, discussing dietary and lifestyle issues. We cover entrepreneurialism, sleepwalking misadventures, eating exotic foods, and when it's appropriate to pass gas in front of your significant other. Have a probiotic and listen up. Welcome back to another episode of Absolute BS with Brad and Steve. I am Brad Lagman. I am still Steve Stackett. And it is nice to be here again with you. Uh, we are coming at you live. That's what the kids say. Yep. With another delightful, I think we don't we haven't we haven't talked to you yet. I I know see. that she's delightful, but I kind of want to hear what you have to say. Okay, so. well I met you once in a in a restaurant. I thought you were pretty cool, which is why you're <laughs> here. Because uh, you ran into her in a restaurant, you just invited. Well, people. that yeah, well yeah. yeah. Hey, you want to be on a podcast? Hey, hey. that's the line. That's, <laughs> that's your pickup line. That hey, was, I got a podcast. Want to be on a podcast? You want to come over here? <laughs> no, we are talking to somebody today who is kind of. Uh, an entrepreneurial force, I, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I've gone through her history a little bit. I saw some lame stuff in there like we all had to do. I saw some health <laughs> and beauty my stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you'll see I was talking on LinkedIn. <laughs> some health and beauty stuff that was in there. But well, it was all led to this path now where I don't know. Um, I can't this wait. is a serious question because I didn't go with the research that far. So first of all, we are talking to Diane Teal Evans, Diane Teal. I say that Teal, Teal, Teal like the color, Teal, teal like, like the cover, uh, color. I love it. Uh, who is, according to her LinkedIn? I'm gonna just read this right. Which off the is back accurate here. all the time. <laughs> I think. And I'm gonna do it in in the voice of you, not the voice of you. But the <laughs> I would fire. love to hear it. I am a nutritional therapist <laughs> with the NTPRWP, and I help women heal their gut so they can balance their energy, hormones, and skin. My approach to wellness is edutainment, educating and entertaining my community with actionable steps and information to sustainably improve their diet and lifestyle. I don't know if you're making fun of her. <laughs> I am not. I think not. that's lovely. We all have to write that she stuff. Don't you like that? We do. No, well, no. That that was just my more feminine affectation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just in general. So my first question that is awesome. But what about the guys? Would this work with guys too? This gut health. 
It would. Yes, okay. I've been asked that a lot recently. So I'm, most of the people that I support are women, but also the he's, they's, and everybody. Yeah, yeah. okay. Well, let's back up and be serious here. And, and the, the name of the company, I, I don't know how to pronounce this, Daitia? Daitia Wellness LLC. It was like a screen name, Daitia, well, years ago. Well, it's your ago, name and all just, in there, yeah. Now it's in my LLC, and it's it's just there hanging out. Okay, all right. So Daitia <laughs> Wellness. Now, let's tell us a little bit about Daitia Wellness and make it interesting, please. <laughs> Turn it up. Yeah, well, put <laughs> Turn it up to a lift. Yeah, so, oh my, well, if you went to my LinkedIn, you probably so I went to Grand Valley State. I've heard of that college. Yeah, yeah. Grand Valley State University. And my mom was like, you need to be a doctor because she's Filipino. She's a hospice nurse. And her mom was a nurse. And they're like, you need to be a nurse Mm -hmm. (laughs) or a doctor. That that is the... Nurse or doctor. Yes, but I'm reminded of uh, Joe Coy, the Filipino comedian. He has this perfect mother... Uh, mimic yes, for a Filipino mother Filipino and you, that just came out a little for you exactly awesome. like my Lola Diane you'll be a nurse I <laughs> <laughs> want to go to art school you what kind of money you can you make money with art school yeah, I wanted to go to art school Brad, I it's wanted even to do better when you do it yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will be your mom Lola? throughout this whole <laughs> salama po <laughs> See, that, that's all the Filipino I, mean. I only oh, know Tagalog. the swears yes oh you only know the swears yeah really because that yeah we get yelled at you know so they wanted me to be me to be a nurse I wanted to go to art school but I thought all right maybe a compromise would be to go pursue marketing and be a pharmaceutical sales rep well I Who hear the ladies make dollars. bank and doing that and yeah. now I could just that never would be the path for me but I thought well, maybe I could do that do medical device sales but right out of Grand Valley I worked at a plastic surgery office downtown in the Amway doing social media. I want to ask you about this because I used to do video for those guys about the time you were there oh, and no half way. of me is like I wonder I was doing them through Amway itself doing commercials for their TV like station that was on the on the on the channels but I remember being down there multiple times filming a uh, Procedures and things like that, and I was wondering if you were banging around there at some this point. Possibly, but, plastic, yeah. surgery plastic surgery associates. associates. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I was doing video, but when I started there, the first project that we were working on was a video project, and it was a retirement video for one of the physicians there. Oh, I was. And it was right. like skits, like SNL style. I thought <laughs> this is a super cool job, and then I had to watch like breast dogs and things like that. So it was really fun, but from there went into advertising for a couple of years, and I just do not give a shit about office furniture and making pamphlets about it. Oh, and in West Michigan, just, not giving a shit about office uh, could get you canceled, as I they say today. Kick you, you cut right this, but out I mean, there, it's very pretty to look at, but I just. I, just did not want to do that mm-hmm. for 60 hours a week, long photo shoots sometimes. As a project manager, putting fires out, just was not into it. I got unexpectedly laid off four weeks before my destination wedding. Ooh, when was that? And that was in like tw- end of 2016 or beginning of 2017. I okay. thought, oh shit, what am I going to do? Well, I also always wanted to... I always always loved to cook. Mm-hmm. Always was passionate about that. It's part of the upbringing, I think. All types of food or just Filipino? All kinds. I love okay. to try something ambitious from Bon Appetit, New York Times. I just really love good food, traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the reason I chose where I studied abroad. And Rome was like, I'm going to eat my way through that city, get all the best food, right? Um, and also making changes to the way that I ate helped me reverse a lot of things with my health in ways that I didn't think was possible. So I thought, all right, I'm working like 50, 60 hours a week sometimes at this ad agency. Don't love it. Maybe I'll do this nutrition coaching program on the side. But when I lost my job, I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to pivot lean into it. Yeah. and do it because I was so passionate about it and I haven't looked back. I did some project management for some people in the uh, podcasting space, a couple of uh, an author um, in the 
paleo space at the time. And then eventually after I finished my program, I went out on my own, started seeing clients one-on-one and it's evolved to what it is now. And I absolutely love what I do. So interesting because one of my project managers at, at Honor Construction, when I was interviewing him, we got into his family and he brought up his wife and, and that she had all these immuno deficiencies. Uh, no, not uh, deficiencies, immuno problems. Like her body. And I didn't ask a lot of questions, but she had been struggling with skin conditions to gut conditions to headaches and all these lingering things. And they went through years of trying to figure out which medicine over here, which, and he was measuring the success of what I'm about to tell you by the lack of medication. She was taking like 30 pills a day yeah, to try common. to stipend the problem. Then she went into not only some gut health stuff, which we'll get into, but also the uh, intermittent fasting and Ooh. it got her down to like three pills a day for these chronic chronic issues so i'd love to hear not in detail your problems but what did it solve with your treating yourself yeah yeah so i like many of the women that i work with who come to me for gut and or hormone health concerns i was on hormonal birth control for 10 years on and off mm. and that is pretty common for so many women especially clients I work with. And it worked for a while until it didn't. I think I first got onto it for skin concerns, not to manage my cycle or whatever. And eventually, like through college, it was a necessity Mm -hmm. for various reasons. But then uh, I started having hormonal headaches cyclically. Like every time I was at the end of that little pack of Mm -hmm. pills, Mm -hmm. I would have a migraine. It was awful. And I remember a doctor- Did you have migraines before? Before getting on the pill, no. No. So I think these by this time, new. yeah, I was I was on the pill maybe like eight years and started having these cyclical, mm-hmm. horrible, horrible headaches. And I remember a doctor was like, "Some women just get them, and we just don't know why." Gave me a prescription, and what was it should have been like an aha, like red flag moment. I was there, and the fire alarm went off, and it was a drill for the office that I was in. They're like, "Oh, we just have to do this drill." I'm like, "I'm gonna throw up right now." <laughs> because you have the headache that and the alarm migraine, off, yeah. and the doctor's not telling me anything good. Yes, yes. And my stuff, and I also had a lot of gut issues. I mean, growing up, I took lots of antibiotics for strep throat, ear infections, all kinds of things that wreak havoc on my gut. And I think through end of college, had the migraines, had a lot of gut stuff going on, heartburn. And that was another thing I remember at the time, a physician was like, well, you're just going to have to take Prilosec and like avoid. the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. just avoid. And if you look at the, pa- the back of the pack, it says four t- after 14 days, stop. stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was taking it for months. I had taken long rounds of antibiotics. So between the pill, my long history with antibiotics, uh, eating just standard American diet at the time through college, I just did not feel well. But I thought this can't be it. I can't, I don't want to accept that I'm going to have to avoid food that I love and or like feel terrible for a few days out of my cycle each month. I just didn't want to accept that. So making a lot of changes to the way I ate, the way that I took care of myself completely changed how I felt. So that's great. My, My daughter is 15 and on birth control for, I don't remember what it's for, but it has nothing to do with Stopping birth, (laughs) you know, and I'm thinking that's, I don't think that's a great, you know, great thing to have her. I think it's actually for her period. She's got such a difficult one. uh, Uh, Difficult cycles. Yeah. Yeah. That she she has that there and that drives me crazy. And she just, uh, just got out of the hospital. It's been in and out of the hospital last month for a a surgery from a couple of years ago, kind of had a relapse from it. 
um, and they can't quite figure out what's going on with her, but they've had her on all these nausea pills and these um, oh, been there dizzy like, spells and stuff. Yeah. And I'm looking at her pill regimen, and she takes 16 pills a day. And I'm going, oh, man. 16 pills, as a something seems wrong. 15 and some old. of them to deal with the others. And I they're had... all bouncing each other back. And we did yeah. find out recently that some of the multiple doctors that were in talking about all this, they had, over they had prescribed not knowing what the other person has prescribed. So we're doubling and tripling up on certain things, not only just to counteract the other things, but it's like, oh, shit, this is like three – three things of anti-nausea versus what should just be one. And mm -hmm. they finally dialed that back, but she was having fainting spells and all kinds of weird stuff going oh, on the last couple of months. So. 15. No, we what? have a friend uh, that we know um, that has this, this bone issue, and it's a chronic thing for his whole life, and he's early 40s. And eventually, uh, in his late 30s, he actually was recommended to go see a doctor specifically to analyze all the medications he takes. And to like it, not even to help with anything, just to manage like the crossover, like you're oh, saying. Yeah, yeah there's like, a this lot is of too lot. much in, anti-inflammatory, and this is too much for this, and too much for that. And it leaned out, and he was just wondering for years, like, how bad was that for me? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. For these for this liver, chronic pain, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll often look at or audit some of my one-on-one -on -one clients' supplements that they're taking, and maybe they have a multi here, but then they have something that's redundant with that, or maybe they found something just to kind of try to manage on their own. But then, like you were saying, a provider might have suggested something else. So, oh man, it's it's crazy. I think I think they say that adults are on a minimum or average of four medications, yeah. and there's definitely a time and a place. Don't get sure. me wrong. Um, absolutely know that there have been times in the past where it was a necessary tool for me too, but I just, it didn't sit right in my gut. Fun intended, yeah. I thought, I don't want to be taking Prilosec every fucking day. No, I, I'm, 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 I'm anti-pill in the sense that I've really got to have a problem for me to take a pill. Like He's pro-drinking. Yeah, <laughs> if I have a headache, you know, somebody, if I see me take an aspirin, somebody knows it's a real banger of one because I just don't do it and it's not to be holier than thou or anything. It's just, I don't, I just never was doing that in life because I was thinking you build up immunities to that kind of stuff. You're dependent on it and all and the other problems that are going on there. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I don't know if you noticed when you walked in here, but both Brad and I have a gut. I, and since I, we I'm are, denial I know case. you are, buddy. But it, things are going to change. You're yeah, gonna okay. you're gonna face it. I'm gonna wake up. One I'm morning. working on mine too. Now, okay. gut health. For, now we're, we're we're men, right? But so hey, you're, so it, works you, the same way. it does work the same way. Pretty much. So this isn't about losing guts, or is it? This is about internal, all through the body, feel good stuff. But does that can can you lose guts with your program? Can you lose guts? Can you lose can a you gut with your program? Lose, I think you're losing fat. gut in two different ways, which I appreciate. Yeah. The oh hell golly! Yes. Oh okay. Well, because yeah, I've been trying for. a But long it time. is a good question. Like, yeah. is is cleaning out your plumbing and getting everything good on the inside going to affect? Your, your physique, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually don't like to start with my with any of my clients talking about You're going to lose 35 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sound like no, a bad. I, I hate that. And I actually, ugh, I had this business coach at one point that it was not a good fit for a number of reasons, but he's like, you have all these clients who do lose a lot of weight or a lot of fat, but you don't lead with that. Yeah. I'm not going to market that to women. I want women to feel good and all my clients to feel sure. good sure. first. So to your question, I like to make sure that we're physically feeling good. How are you fueling yourself? What kind of food are, is someone eating throughout the day? Are they eating enough protein to feel satiated? Because it's easy to reach for things that are like that quick kindling, like things that are like, I think of Nature Valley bars that I used mm. to go hard on, like the, the glitter of the the. Those don't Snack seem worlds good, everywhere. are they? It's just I was hungry like 20 minutes yeah. later. So then I was going for the next thing. Right? Yeah. It's full of sugar. So I like to see people getting more satiating food, see where we can balance their blood sugar first. And 
when that, that feels more stable, it's a lot easier for us to work on other things down the road, like physique goals. But a lot of women that I work with are also constipated mm. or things are kind of sluggish. Like they're literally, literally might be full of shit. So they might be feeling like physically uncomfortable and think that mm. they have a lot more weight that they're carrying around than they, they might actually be because mm. it's just uncomfortable they're backed up so i want to make sure that we are they're going regularly not recirculating hormones and perpetuating their hormonal imbalances things like that those are important okay i my we met diane between a mutual friend introduced us and within five minutes of us meeting who are you talking about you and her crystal Pollen. oh yeah no no No, i know that we're not friends steve (laughs) all right but we met through crystal Pollen, and within five minutes we were talking about poop yeah. And I was really just taken aback. Like, first of all, <laughs> this is going to be a great podcast. Okay? Yeah. But second of all, you, you were just so, and I think it's on your Instagram. What is it? The get your poop in a group or something like well, that? Well, this like, is what I was going to say because I was confused by this. So <laughs> we'll go to a second subject here. Uh, you're also a lively and renowned podcaster with oh, you nice. and a partner, Adina. And the show is called um, Get Your Shit Together with Adina and Diane. Yes. And this is some kind of you're, you yell at millennials and say, get out of your basement, <laughs> go get married, get I a go, dog and a family, get your shit together. No, I go like Lola, Mo- Lola is grandma, uh, is grandma in Tagalog. And basically, like, get your shit together, like literally your gut health together. Can yeah. Oh, so it's not for get the young kids. Get your shit together. <laughs> That's not almost Italian. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brad, your accents Diane, are weird. I'm working on it. <laughs> Diane, you will not get your shit together. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's good. <God. laughs> wow, we've had a lot of accents the last two, three episodes we here are. with people. Uh, yeah, so, so I mean, that's jumping a little bit ahead, but Brad likes to do that. So uh, yeah, <laughs> you're out, you're Christ. you're a podcast. So you've taken your love of gut health, and you want to bring it to the the masses of women out there mm-hmm. and dudes, whatever. Um, and so you guys. started a podcast with your friend Adina, or, or business partner. Well, talk about that a little bit. What what is the hope of that? Yeah, so she tried to convince me to do that for a few years. I thought, listen, I'm at the time was terrified, still pretty scared of public speaking, and here I am, like talking about shit and periods on yeah, the internet. There you are. It's been a journey, yeah. uh, but she was trying to convince me to do it. She's like, listen, we're not going to do like a crusty, dusty health podcast where where you feel like you're sitting down for a lecture. Mm-hmm. No thanks. And so we talk about food, we talk about film. Both of us love to cook, and it's a very important part of both of our cultures. She's Jewish and um, currently is in, just moved to Tel Aviv. So that's been interesting for our recording schedule. Is that where the Tel Aviv? I got the yeah. voices mixed up on your podcast. I heard Tel Aviv. I had a panic attack. I'm like, yeah, like where is she's virtual. Thank you. Over. I thought, Diane's not coming. She moved to Tel Aviv. There's no way. We're going to have to do a She's phone She's asleep so. by 4 p.m. Eastern. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we came together and we wanted to just have fun with it because we thought healing. Shit's fun. Yeah. And taking control of your health does not have to be this boring, daunting thing. So we really wanted to make it approachable. And also a lot of the nature of the coaching that I do is more high ticket or premium coaching and I just simply can't reach as many people as I would like to so mm. we wanted to have free resources in a digestible <laughs> way you know wow you guys I'm are saying. punny as hell very subtle about I can't that. help myself and dad jokes all of that so she is a strength coach but she's also a holistic nutritionist as well okay so that that fit narratively speaking yeah. with what you were both doing mm-hmm. all right so you get out there and you tell people to use the toilet and you tell people to get themselves squatty potty oh you know? wow and how to manage bathrooms at sporting <laughs> events and stuff like that or is this more gut health again we have like a, how do you break down your episodes so we find this when we're talking to people i mean we can just talk to a person and then ask about what they do but you have to like lay out a program 
of all right today we're talking about this part this part this part you know how often are you walking back over your own feet after a while or do you literally like what's our flow your like digestive Shh. system magic school bus style. we did have an episode um and we have fun with like clickbait titles like i'm friends with the monsters inside of my gut was a parasite cleanse yeah. episode do you need to do a parasite cleanse um how to strength train for pcos without feeling like a P- pos things what's like pcos that. brad do you have that yeah hold on <laughs> pcos yeah what is that it's a military term is it yes what does it mean it have to do with shit it's partial poly- concealed it's actually hormone has to do with metabolism hormone metabolism yeah, right. and your yeah. hormone health but oh, okay. if you have ovaries you, th- this might be something okay. who doesn't it's so it's polycystic <laughs> ovarian syndrome oh gosh yeah oh, oh, wow i got all serious that's there totally yeah. True. Yeah. yeah it yeah. takes all the juice out of it when you make an acronym out of it though <laughs> <When> you, <laughs> there's no uh it's an old George Carlin routine when you call it that but then I, it doesn't have any of the severity <laughs> it used to have so yeah well, right. i think when you when you say PCOS, and it is a piece I of your piece POS. Of shit. That's all I, I, I kind of like without feeling like a POS. Without feeling like POS. Ah, yeah, okay. I see where she's going. You know, because I think a lot of people hear strength training, and maybe they have this idea, especially women, like, oh no, I don't want to do that. Like CrossFit. CrossFit. Yeah. That's then the the intensity. I've seen too much in my practice of of people who have gone down the intensity or done all the marathons all those things where we're like no it doesn't you don't have to go that hard mm-hmm. you can get results whether it be through your your training or through the food that you eat without hating your routine or like eating dry chicken boobs and sad salads as I so it's funny so i started um you know in a long line i've done crossfit over the years and in the past 25 years, I never thought I would be a super exercise person. But if I had to look back, i go, well, you ran for seven years, and you did this, and you did karate, and you did CrossFit, and you did this. And i go on these cycles, and then i get fat again, and then i decide I'm, I see us, I see myself looking like a shank of lamb in a picture or something and go, mm, like it's, shank. Like it's time boot. to do this again. I love but I lamb. started weight, uh, weight Watchers. And I've been doing it for a couple months, and I lost 17 pounds on it. And Weight I, Watchers is not sponsoring this. Podcast. Not at all. Did they rebrand to like WW? WW, yeah. Which is really catchy, and I don't know why they did it. But I love it. But the way that it was set up, I was surprised because I thought it was going to be a calorie count kind of thing like that. And obviously, it's a point count for anybody who's been paying attention. But the foods it suggests for me to eat and allows me to eat, I find to be much more along the lines of what you talk about. It, it just seems it's a really good mix of stuff that fires off your system. Like instead of like just firing. keeps your weight, you know, keeps your calories down because I mean, I can eat like deli meat all day long with a cup of yogurt with a bunch of fruit and a bunch of that's carrots. A, that's an interesting combo altogether. That's what I've been eating here. I get like deli meat in a bag, eat half of it. It's like two points. And oh, not in like, all together in like a slurry. It. No, 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 no. A slurry. Ugh. It's more of a smoothie <laughs> of deli meat. But again, hmm. it seems it's it just seems more like it's firing off the internal because I lost weight pretty fast and I felt great. I mean, there, I. I haven't felt great in breaking a test for 20 years. It's oh, just, no. I just haven't. I mean, just I'm 46. I just, it hasn't, I'm exaggerating, but certainly not for 10 years. I don't wake up with a skip in my step. I wake <laughs> up and want to die. Yeah, but sometimes and you don't take care of yourself. You. Well, no, I don't. And I'm, I keep going back and forth to work yeah. on it. But this was definitely something outside of the exercise. I was like, wow, I actually feel pretty good on this. So, I mean, it, it's a great it's science working. that you're, but that I actually that I don't have my clients track or weigh things. Sure. And some of them are surprised because maybe they've come from like history of dieting or restricting and things like that. And we look at how to build a plate, like looking at it, how much protein do we have here? How can we add some more, like a more balanced approach that suits your body's needs? So, so are you looking at as a plate? Yeah, like looking at as a plate. plate? Yeah, yeah, making sure, do we have protein here? Do we have fat? Do we have carbs too? I don't like my cycling women going low carb. 
Because you're you're using the plate as your portion control. Is that kind of with it too? Yeah, you're in building a way. your plate? Yes, but beyond that, I also like to teach my clients like certain questions to think of, like to identify, do they have enough fat? Like how did you feel half hour after your meal? How did you feel an hour later? Like checking in with their mood, their mm-hmm. digestion, mm-hmm. other things that can clue them in. Yeah. Because what I don't want is to give someone a prescriptive plan or here's a number you have to hit. I want them to have that body oh, awareness sure. and mm-hmm. see what which foods make them feel a certain way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. That's very Noom of you. I want to move on. Noom? Have you heard of Noom? I have. Noom. Yeah. Which it's all, it's like psychologically tricking your brain into just keep, eating less. We just keep coming up with shit every year, huh? That <laughs> really <I> makes <laughs> I want to move on. Moving on. I saw in your profile that you studied abroad. and She ate her way through Rome. It was in Rome. Yes. I am actually working on a trip to Rome in oh. next, next May. And I've been to Rome 10 years ago, and um, I loved it. Isn't it so fun? What was Rome like for you? What were you studying out there and why? Oh, I saved, like, the gen eds that I, like, <laughs> like the, the ro- kind of throwaway classes that I didn't take here at Grand Valley for that time so that I could travel from, like, Thursday through Sunday because mm-hmm. I only had a couple days with classes. And it was so much fun, so much fun. Um, so on the weekend, I would – do a little trip or go to Capri. I think that's maybe Capri. Yeah, yeah. Capri or that's where the Positano. shopping. That, that, I love Positano. I spent three weeks in Rome ten years ago, and it was Venice, Positano, Florence, Naples. Capri was a day trip from Positano, and it was awesome. Did you rent mopeds? We did that too. That was no, like I, uh, this is going to sound really snotty as hell. My my, you younger, had a driver. My bro- driver. no, my brother rented a speedboat, a private boat for my whole family because it was with my whole family, oh, and so we you, all ooh. took a whole took day a boat trip up the coast. We took a boat up the coast to Capri, and then they, it was like a taxi, and then he waited for us, and they took us back, and we oh, spent maybe six, yeah, seven hours so shopping bougie. around. There. We swam in all ooh. the little coves and stuff, and it was, yeah. Get some was, handmade sandals. I did not get any handmade sandals. But Capri nice was trip. was lovely. You can't come back from that now. Now every time you're going to want to rent a boat. Oh no, that was one hell of a trip. That was a lot of points and everything was it was pretty high end. It's to be a super sweet, yacht so. next time. Yes. So I um I plan to travel over there soon too. What foods just stand out to you? Except the Ooh. pizza, because I found pizza was not good over there. Really? Did you like pizza? I liked it in because Italy you in general? could. Yeah, it was it, one I had one with French fries on We're it. You think that would be awesome with potatoes? And I just didn't care for it. But. We're losing all of our Italian listeners right now. Hey, I love that you can go in there and you you show them this is how much I want. Yeah, and then they would I would fold it in half like a pizza sandwich. So I love that. And oh, then you I mean would, as a pizza? You show yeah. them how much you want kind yeah. of thing? Yeah, it would just be this long stretch of pizza, and I'd say, I want about this there much, and, there. and then oh. they would just fold it up. Brad, I think the thing real quick, though, was American versions of Italian stuff a lot of the time, and same with a lot of different countries' food, is not nearly what it actually is over there. I've had had Chinese food in China, and it's totally different. Yeah, we have the Chef Boyer version, and you're like, wow, this is like the super heightened version of it. And and you have it there, and it's like, no, this is pretty bland. And it ends up that the American version is really unhealthy. Mm -hmm. It's an unhealthy version of the food. Yeah. That bastardization of pizza or fried rice or whatever it is, is just so bad for you comparatively. Oh, yeah? Yep. Yeah, it's amazing. All right, so you, you lived over there. How long were you there? Six months. Oh, that was it, though. I mean, that's good. but that, They uh, say Roma non basta una vita, which means lifetime's not enough. Like you Yeah, right? There. Did you stay in Rome and just bop around? I was okay, literally like right on the other side of the Vatican walls. Okay, that was another cool thing. I got a private tour of the Vatican. 
That was ooh, really sweet. Ooh, what kind of <laughs> Is your brother points? just paying yeah. for shit all Oh, yeah. Him? He was just like, hey, I got us a private tour. So we got the Sistine Chapel. I called like, up the Pope. I it took was care awesome. Of but that, that was such <laughs> I took fun. Care of it. I took care of it. You come to me don't on Don't ask questions you don't but want to What was funny, so we had this great trip with the whole family. My father's 70th birthday at the time. So we were all kind of living the life. We were spending points and everything. It was supposed to be a three-week pullout. Points. Like flying points, travel points. Sponsored by Chase Sapphire Reserve. There you go, right? Um, and, and at the end Don't. of the trip, my ex and I had to break off and leave a day early from everybody. So we had to go back through Rome after this awesome, awesome trip. And then when we were back on our own. We didn't have a place to stay the last night. So we ended up staying at like a youth hostel. Oh. And so we had this opulence the whole time and like golden everything and whatever. And this last night we're in this youth hostel with um like wallpaper falling down over. i oh, remember no. i remember running my hand on the like the wainscoting along the wall and my fingernail dug into it in the beadboard my finger <laughs> dug into it like my nail <laughs> dug into it and i stopped and i picked at it it was styrofoam painted gold that's to hot. look like you know that's hot that's really and landlord the room, special and our that's room, how i build all my construction it's, do, actually, yeah. it's actually styrofoam our room's window faced the nightclub roof so it was like people bopping Clubbing in the nightclub. Clubbing was very was, fun there. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think I was around, well, it was 2009 when I was there. Uh, that was about so the was more time than I was there. <laughs> yeah, that was about the time I was there. But I was in my 30s, like mid-30s, so I wasn't clubbing. I, I think I turned 20 when I was there. Oh, you would have had a blank. Clubbing, yeah. yeah, I had Clarbin. an Italian boyfriend for a little bit. Okay. Ooh, was he, he handsome? He picked me up in his Porsche. We were supposed to go to Monaco one weekend. Oh, what'd you South do wrong then? She's trying to upend your I just screw that up. Um, I think there was, yeah, couldn't borrow the car. Or I don't care. You couldn't remember. borrow his dad's car? <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I couldn't find a Porsche to steal, so here's my Fiat. All right, one last thing I'll ask about Italy before we ask some more important shit, because... <laughs> This is boring me now. Um, <laughs> did you go see the Capuchin monks in Rome? Ever go to that church no. there? It was somewhere near the gardens. Not the gardens of the Colosseum, but the other major The garden. Forum? No. No, it wasn't the Forum. It was like another very... I just remember it was a huge park area. My father read about this and wanted to go see him. So it's one of those churches you walk into, and there's a stairway down to the basement. You go down to the basement, and there's this like 100-yard-long hallway with alcoves on the left side that are like these little 10-foot-by-10-foot rooms. Every room has corpse after corpse in it. Up against the wall, skulls, bones, chandeliers made out of bones and shit like that. Why? It was the Capuchin monks, which what Cappuccino was named after. They were exiled or something. And they and and that was their church sanctuary, and they they made art out of dead monks when they were dead. So the walls were just plastered with bones. It was crazy. I didn't go there, and yeah. I think it, it creeped me out too much. It, it, it was unnerving. Catacombs. It, it was catacomb esque. I mean, how does that but, connect with cappuccinos? Capuchin cappuccino. I they're know, the ones who made the call. Co- they're the ones I, I don't I, like. Something there. Like, come on, help milk. me out, Diane. They, they, they invented Starbucks. They yeah, foamed milk. They first? invented Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Starbucks. <laughs> the Capuchins were really big in Portland. Starbucks. Oregon. All right, I'm going to ask you. Seattle. Now we're going to we're going to shift gears and ask you some more important questions about your life. If or if, you're, if you're willing important. to do that, all right. And we don't know necessarily what these are, so you got to answer as That's freely surprise. as you can. And if you don't want to answer, I don't care. But make something up. All right. <laughs> question number. This is just a regular question. You do you, do you like to dream? Do I like to dream? Do you like to dream? I have vivid dreams. Okay. I've had some freaky dreams. What's the worst? Do you have a dream you remember was one of the worst dreams you've had, whether it's repetitive? Oh, see, you do. All right, go for it. Freaks me the fuck out. Oh, let's freak everybody out. Sleep paralysis. 
Yes, oh, yeah, you're asleep, yeah. but you can't move kind of yes. thing? Yes. Yeah. So this was a recurring thing. And I think it was during a stressful, I mean, how stressed could I be? I was like, not. I didn't have bills yet. I was like junior or senior in college, oh, like wham, wham. in my parents' basement <laughs> visiting them. So like, n- I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if I was stressed what was going on, but I would sleep in the basement guest room and I would have this recurring dream that the door would be opening, but I could see the room just as it was had I been awake. But it only happened when I slept on my back. Or I would wake up on my back, but I would remember the sensation in the dream of the door opening and then this presence coming and standing over me. And then I would feel as if I'm trying to wake up and I would feel like I woke up for a second because the room was dark and it looked like my actual bedroom I was in. Ah. And then I'd fall back asleep as if I couldn't move. And that happened several times in that house. See, that's a common thing I've na, heard na, about na, people na, having those dreams. Yeah, where, they're, where a presence is standing on and them and they move. can't move. And then they, are you, are you a believer in something else like that? You know, I wasn't. And I think in the past several years, I've become more open to it because I'm like, who knows? Who knows? And so my friends are like, Diane, you go thrifting and you go estate sailing a lot. You gotta sage that shit when you bring it into your house. Because sage that shit. You gotta clear the room. <laughs> Yes. Do you remember, uh, quick sideways, I'll, I'll tell it quick. Uh, Brad and I used to live together a long time ago. Yeah, on we the, th- on the th- Well, you, yeah, well, we're you were down the base. Uh, we live with a couple people in the second floor of this place over in East Grand Rapids. And, East, um, East, 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 East Town and East Grand Rapids. And we had heard on the moving in that a woman was killed in the ho- oh, between no. the two houses of our two houses. Yep. So that kind of set a precedent, you know, for the summer. Oh. And one uh, one day I knew my two roommates were going to be out of town. They were going to visit their parents. They were brothers. And one of the roommates said, hey, my girlfriend's going to come hang over. Um, she'll probably be here after work. We kind of worked in similar areas like that. Just let her, you know, hang and uh, you do, do whatever. And just, you know, we were friends. Okay, great. So I worked at the restaurant I worked at. I came home. At five o'clock at night, and I walked upstairs on the third floor and uh, walked through the. I had to walk through the bedroom to get to the bathroom. Is his she on bedroom. the ceiling? Don't tell me she's nope, like no, 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 no. But I, I looked over in the she bed. She came out of the TV. She was lying under the covers on the bed. I could, and I thought, oh, she's here. Kim's here. I'm going over and use the bathroom. Take a shower. We were in different work hours. People were working yeah. day shifts and night shifts. And okay. So I take a shower and I go and I, I don't remember. I get dressed in my bedroom in the front room and then I'm about to leave to go to see my parents or something. And I think I'm going to just at least tell Kim that I know she's here. I'll see you later tonight. Whatever. And I walked into the room. I walked up to the bed, which had a perfect outline of a person in it, and I tapped on the covers. And I'm not kidding. They flattened and they oh. just kind of went down and there was nothing there. And I am not even remotely. I love horror movies. I and this I was probably what eighteen when this was no, 20, 20. 20, Yeah, twenty. Did you poop your pants? No, but I actually had that. Like you never she get had to that. Bring it back to you poop. ever get that when you're lying <laughs> in bed? You ever have that when you're lying in bed at night where all of a sudden you just get a wash of fear over yeah, you like or you're something? Like a flop sweat kind of feel yeah, you just it? all of a sudden you have a bad thought about dying or something, and you just get this wash over you. I, I get that sometimes. The hair on the back of your neck. Yeah, and I had on. that, and I ran basically, and I went and saw my parents, and I stayed at my parents that night, and I I felt like an idiot the next day, but I'm like, no, I something freaked me out, and that Ooh. doesn't usually happen. So you I told know. me that story a couple times. No, I know that was really that is freaky. I don't like to sleep on my back. For those, for, for those. Oh, really? After those dreams. You know, yeah. the thing and will kill only, you anyways. So. That's what I say. Yeah. I, I wonder if it's There's just feeling vulnerable and open maybe from being you know, on my back when I'm sleeping, perhaps. I sleep with my arms above my head, so <laughs> I must look like the most vulnerable idiot in the... No, my hands are up Please like... Please kill the, me. <laughs> yes, come it's basically like, come on, get me, get me. Not <laughs> sleep paralysis, but my husband will talk in his sleep, and sometimes I can carry conversations with him, and it's usually about work. Like, he's saying something about work. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But other times, he'll try to full-on make out with me 
and he'll sometimes have his eyes open and it's the free so once i was just reading a book and he's already asleep snoring yeah and then i think i moved so maybe that like subconsciously made him move Triggered. so yep. he started making out with me he said something wait, that wait, didn't wait, make... wait. you you must have been going along with this. yeah so okay. he, he started <laughs> kissing me doing it and way. i'm like <laughs> laughing and then he said something he he like honked my boob and then he like turns <laughs> over and then as one does abruptly stopped he abruptly stopped turn over and Oh wow! So wow. the next morning, he just needed a little honk, and then he. Re- oh my goodness! Yeah, that's. And I think he said something about work, and so sometimes he'll even have his eyes open, and he'll talk about work. Mm-hmm. And the next day, I'm like, you were you were saying something about. Yeah, my daughter's like know. that. She sleeps like her mother does. The eye kind of half cocked, and so if I'm going to like tuck her in to say goodnight or something, I remember that from mom. But she does that now too, and she's Whoa. 15, and I can have does a conversation sleepwalk? with her. No, she never. No, she never really did that. But it just—it's unnerving when you're, you know, because you're like, oh, kiddo, you're asleep. I mean, I can do this, and you won't move. He but, did sleepwalk once, yeah. where I saw him opening the closet, and I said, "What are you doing?" And he's—he's—he he said, I, "I have to get in here." <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> I thought of stepbrothers. Yeah, the stepbrothers. The stepbrothers. When I was in college, I invited Stephen a friend of mine to my dorm room oh my god and to stay freshman year at central michigan and in this dorm we had four four guys living there it was like a double bunk bed situation in the bedroom and then we all had this living room area and steve and james were in the living room area on a couch what was on the, well, was so on the our two couches would, would met up head to head with the you know the square in the corner of the yeah. room between them and there was a trash can between the two heads so our two heads are Kind of almost Aww. to the corner, mm-hmm. and then there's a trash can that's in that little nook there. And so Joe, who was one of my roommates, was on a track scholarship, and we knew he was a sleepwalker because we'd had that in the first couple weeks where he would Uh-oh. jump out of bed and then stand there. Did he warn you? He no, uh, no, he actually didn't warn us. <laughs> so he'd be standing there in the in the bedroom, just standing up straight and not doing anything, and it would freak us out. And we didn't want to wake him up, but all three of us were like, okay. Okay, he's away. You know, we're trying to work through it. And he would sleepwalk a lot more when he drank. So he was a big beer guy, and he'd come back from a track party, and uh, and he was just ripped up. And we're like, he's going to totally sleepwalk tonight. Like, we should lock the door (laughs) so he doesn't get away. (laughs) So I have to bring this to a perspective, though. So we're lying there. James and I are, you know, hey, good night. We'll see you tomorrow, whatever, fall asleep. Because they're in the living room on the couch. He's in the other room, yeah. All of a sudden, in the middle of the night, I don't remember what point, you, it sounded like rain on a tin roof. Oh, it was he's, just, he's it was, and he was pissing into the trash can with a bag in it, three Think, inches from both our. Heads. Thinking it was the bathroom. <laughs> at least it was. It was at least it was the trash can. Yeah, I know, but it was like stream was three inches from your head in the dark, <laughs> and you look up, and there's just a dude taking a golden leak shower, one foot away from you. <laughs> Well, that's both why of us like we're like holy shit! What are you doing? That's why Steve's into golden showers. So oh much, yeah, so. yeah, it's yeah, a big, it's it's a big thing in your forties. You know, I'm going to yeah. do the second half that way. So, but you were the funniest though because you j- shot out of bed. You grabbed this guy. You were you, you were, woke him up. I did. You dragged him in that. the other room, and all James and I can hear is Brad in the other room going, "You're pissing on my friends, <laughs> you son of a bitch! What are you doing? Slip." Pissing on my girlfriend's head. And you're, it's like you're yelling at a kid who doesn't know what he did. Right. And then he wakes up in the midst of Because he wakes up and you're Whoa. like, hey, man, what's up? And you're like, what do you mean, what's up? You were just pissing on my friends. Yeah. I, first time I had him over. Now he lives in the woods as a, a hermit because sense. Brad made him so you know anxious yeah. about it. Now he just looks stuff. for trash cans. He's Ron Swanson. Yeah. That's what he looks for. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you a question. It's your final 24 hours on Earth. You're in great shape. You have unlimited funds. What do you do? Ooh. 
probably throw a huge party and have the best meal of my life. Which would be Which what? Which would be Ooh. at least what ethnicity would you jump into for that? What? Oh. Not a person. Not what ethnicity? What I'm ethnic, like, I'm eating people food. on the what last e- day. Bah, 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 what ethnic food? If it would save the world, maybe. I would eat um, four humans. <laughs> four small humans. I would say, I mean, I steak, just a really good, like, Wagyu steak comes to mind. Something that melts in my mouth, like surf and turf. We'd have a bucket of crab legs there with a lot mm, of butter okay. on the side and rice. You have to have that. Like oh yeah, the you're, rice. you're Asian. You can't get yeah. away from it. My yeah. my Lolo's ninety seven. That's Filipino. Yeah. That's Asian. Oh, we're Filipino. we're all over there. Oh man. You know. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my I grandpa used to crack my crab legs for me, and he still to this day would. Like he, whenever I go home, yeah. we get crab legs, and he'll line them up for me. And is my, your grandfather? Yes. Oh, yes. that's very. It's that's like very he, sweet. he insists yeah. on it, and, and he I also cracks them, so they're just oh, meat laying yes. there like a meat. So it's just laying there a lineup. Uh, so someone would definitely be cracking crab legs for me while I'm enjoying my steak. Yeah, that would be happening. The reason I don't like crab legs is because I don't like working for my food. How bad is that? Well, I'm with you. I was going to say, do you prefer lobster? But you have to work for that one, too. You have to work work for for that, that. And And the payoff is just, it's succulent, but it's like tiny. Mm -hmm. It's this little bit of of meat and you're like oh i worked a lot for that you gotta get those king crab legs no because then you gotta look at that i can't get past the crustacean i can't get past the none of the texture well i have to just absolutely suck it up and say i'm gonna do this i was just Mm. in mexico a couple weeks ago for all crustaceans like except shrimp i can eat popcorn shrimp and i love jambalaya but but, but jambalaya is a mix of whatever i'm not even seeing it's lost so no oysters for you oh god no no, i love oysters but i did i was just in mexico and we uh, were at an all-inclusive and we told the waiter because we were told by another couple there ask for this waiter and have him do whatever he wants and we Uh got like a 10 course meal and i had to just give it and say i'm down here when in rome or when in Mexico. <laughs> Mexico. 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 Yeah, I knew you were going to um, And I had the best. We had octopus and crab. And, you ate it all. and, and, I, and I, I took a bite of absolutely everything. And why not? Did you like it? I loved yeah, it all. Like it was it? great. Now, See? I wouldn't say, though, that I would go order it again, but I wasn't turned off or bothered by anything. It's just not Would comfort. you try any food once? Yes, would I would try say? pretty much anything. Oh, you're a human. No, I, thank you, I bite. swear to God, <laughs> you have to not tell me what some of those would be. If you just mm. threw, Oh, you like, like the ignorance of going If you just threw bit? like a goat ball at me or something and said, eat that, and don't tell me what it is, and I, oh, it looks like a meatball, I'd eat it. If you don't tell me before. But. You don't want to so know. So that happened to me in Thailand. Well, Thailand, fuck that. You're out. I was at a bar. You eat I was at a bar, and I was so hungry. And the mama-san who was running the bar was like, oh, I'll get you some food. And that was my Filipino. Did you hear that? <laughs> or not uh, Filipino, Thai. Yeah. And she brought a bowl. Uh, and you could see it was spicy because the top had like the chili Ooh. oil on it. So you knew it was a spice. And it had noodles in it. And I dove in. It's going to tear you up. I you dove know why in. it's so spicy? Because I don't know why you eat, you're eating goose penis or something. No, it was <laughs> it was cow or lamb eyes. Oh, Were no. they looking back at you? And I mean, if I if I would have known it, I ate the whole thing. Are you serious? And the last eyeball. And she captured your soul that very oh, it's, like, it's a bowl of eyes, not just like it's a bowl. Pear. I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, there were probably four or five eyes in this bowl. And it was mixed into the noodles, like these rice noodles, very thin noodles. I ate the whole thing. The okay. last eye is sitting there at the bottom. And I Looking I almost lost it. But it was so fucking good. What was really? that? I'm curious about that texture. Was it like a grape? It was a gelatinous? It was, no, it was actually kind of kind of meaty, I would say. Like um, like fatty, too? It was I'm actually curious. like an egg. I would Ooh. have thought it to be an egg because it was gelatinous in the middle. 
I would and try it. I honestly, it felt like a quail's egg, kind of a small egg like oh, that. I like that. That's good. Yeah. But, yeah, oh, but if then I know that was an eyeball. But that's the ignorance that you said. No. Yeah. What about Ew. organ meats? Do either of you eat any of those? So like uh, name li- one. Liver. Liver. Kidney, oh, I've heart. Yeah, tasted uh, kidney. Ugh. I've had heart. Um, I didn't like heart, but I like kidney and liver. It was good. There's some good pates. It's I feel like there's pate. or like yeah. chicken liver pates. Good entry. Chicken liver pates. You no, know, the good. Cr- like I do eat liver. Yeah. Beef liver. It's like the, it's the best multivitamin for you. Really, really yeah. like promote good gut health. I mean, all all all, all organs, he- all over health. Yeah. Okay. So it's so nutrient dense. So it has it's like your best source of vitamin A, retinol, your B vitamins. You get your iron in there, selenium, so many things. I actually we take we I make little pills, capsules out of it, and just take that. Or you can really? do a pate. Yeah. So oh, take it okay. raw. Yeah, it's so the most cost effective too. So I have some people who will um, do dried liver, but I've heard of that. Yeah, or you could do pate or work it into like ground beef, and you'll never know it was in there. Interesting. When I was in Japan, you'd go to onsen, which is a hot springs like resort, and you have this room, and they serve you a whole maguro, the the tuna, like the whole tuna for your family yeah and they they cut it up and they do all the things in front of you so they're like giving you the 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 parts that you would eat like the the tuna (laughs) steaks and things the The ass and the the tummy but but then the (laughs) most expensive and the most decadent parts were in the head and behind the eyes and behind the and it's this the cheeks on animals are always cheeks what is wrong with you diane like you ever had pork cheeks oh it's so good i'm with diane well, you're both fucking weird. Although so I don't like eat you. red meat, so so you've really aged yourself stuff. out of all of that. Well, no, all the fish and and all those fish things is white good. meat. There's not a lot I of said red. red meat. Yeah, you said you don't yeah, eat red t- meat. Yeah, tuna's red. Yeah. Tuna's red. As I guess if we're going go. to colors, yeah, I don't eat. <laughs> beef. Do you just not eat because it's colored? Yeah, red. So you got you got beef with beef. Yeah. Why? Why don't I? Oh my my stomach. Oh, here we go. Do you have gut health issues? I have gut health issues. I know a gal. I uh, regret. Did you say I know a gal? (laughs) I know know someone. I got digestive bitters in here. (laughs) I don't. I'm I'm lactose intolerant, and I don't. And beef doesn't work well. You just have all the ailments. Did you know we could reverse that if you wanted to? If you wanted to, I I would actually like that because I miss some things. Like I haven't had. what do you call it? Cereal in like thirty years. Oh, so is oh, it? That. Is it? Is it? <laughs> seriously, let me ask you this because I've yeah. had a lot of a lot of people in my life who I hate hot dogs. I can't have hot dogs because it makes me oh, vomit. There's something about a Costco hot dog though. It's sure. gross. Really, really. No, I gross. love it. No, I, love that it. was oh, no. a positive. Read the room. Dude. It'll be a dollar oh, no, I read the room. But, it's the but, grossest but thing. But somebody's told me that for years. Like my ex-wife couldn't have hot dogs for years mm-hmm. because at some point in her youth. She had a bad one. Her mom said don't, and, and she never ate them again until I gave her one. She was like, oh, actually, that's okay. Now, if you have a bowl of cereal, do you really, it's like instant bathroom? Like yes. A couple yogurt, hours every uh, time? Not yogurt, but cereal or ice cream. Or did you just have a Is bad it the experience? Milk? And didn't? Y- yeah. Okay. It's the milk. And I remember when I was in middle school and I started getting into choir, and the teacher's like, don't drink any uh, milk before your concerts because you get all the phlegm and you get all this phlegm. And phlegm. All the lung butter. And all the lung butter. That's right. That's my <laughs> favorite medical word term. of the day. Can we make the name of the podcast Lung, lung Butter? butter. <laughs> um, but I just stopped doing it. And then maybe went back to it five, ten years later after that. And it just ruins my stomach every time yeah. I try you to know, eat You know, lactose intolerance and when people don't feel like they tolerate red meat, like it doesn't sit well, it's more of a functional issue, lack of um, HCL or stomach acid to break that down because that red meat's more dense, right? Yes. But when it comes to like lactose, like I, 
I can't drink dairy or milk from the store, but we get milk from a local farm. And, and you I take it right from the udder? Right from the udder. No, <laughs> no, I actually pull into like a church parking lot and I t- give them my name and they give me my gallon. Really? So it feels kind of oh, weird. But yeah, is it blessed true. at that time? You go <laughs> through a church parking lot? No. Holy milk. That's, <laughs> that's itchy. Diane, I know you're never supposed to ask a woman this, but I'm going <laughs> to. When was the most embarrassing time you passed gas since we're talking about oh. shit and yeah. gut health and Ooh. bad gut health makes you do that? So if we're talking specifically about farts. Like today? Is that what you're talking Mm. And do you have one? I can't. No, I do have stories. Well, I'm just thinking because we just did she recently tried. a Pooh's Clues episode where we talked about like what different Pooh's things mean. Clues. But Believe we also me, talked about embarrassing stories. Questions, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so okay. Most embarrassing gas story though was probably the first time I farted in front. I don't know if this was that embarrassing, but it, I felt embarrassed farting in front of my my husband Neil for the very first time. I just yeah. remember being like oh, crampy. No, it was I think it was at his apartment, and um, you were talking about how was when it a laugh that made you do it. That's the that's the culprit. <laughs> that would have been funny. I remember I was just like, oh, my stomach hurts. And he's like, he's the sweetest man. He's like, you probably have to fart. And I go, oh no, I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> in front of you. No. And he's like, just do it. And I was like, okay. And I just <laughs> bam. Did was it just and it wasn't cute. It was. Just I think a, it was. I think it was like, like a, a trucker fart. That was a good one. And because I had been holding it in the whole time we've been fucking hanging out and yeah. i was like oh my god and after that i'll just fart all the time did he just make oh, eye see. contact the whole time he yeah he did on. that was what was like it was like he just just he's it. proposing to you just right there yeah. well I you t- <laughs> talked about how when we last saw krista we were talking about like poop within like a few minutes and i always say like we can't be friends if we can't joke about yeah. like yeah body shit yeah i am wildly repressed because i just that was one thing i never wanted to do in front tight of tight butthole never want to do in front of a date <laughs> ever 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 i was like sin number one and so I have been in the most uncomfortable positions, and I know it's unhealthy mentally and physically. You, like, go for a walk? Like, yeah, so I I'd be like, why don't you, uh, yeah, you go, go for outside a for a little while, and uh, I'm going to, yeah, I'll, I'll be back. <laughs> and uh, so my current girlfriend of now many years, um, for years, I was, it, was, it, was, it has become a joke now. It's like, nope, I'll never do that in front of you. I never will. Why, why won't you do it? Oh, you know? you're so sweet. And she's like, I just, I just don't want to expose you to that. I won't do that. <laughs> and uh, three and months ago, up. three months ago, I was in the, one of those little morning dreams. You know, you wake up at 6 a.m. and you fall back asleep <laughs> in those little half-daisy dreams. And I, I leaned over and I was awake enough to hear just <laughs> like that. Like a trumpet. And I heard, <laughs> I, I felt her, <laughs> I felt her like it was almost like, ah, gotcha. <laughs> like, like, she goes, I heard that. Yeah, she looked over and went, I heard that. And I was like, no, 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 you didn't. No, you didn't. I did not. And I denied it for hours. And then now she still brings it up all the time. Remember that? So that was the that only time. time. Remember you remember that time? That time? <laughs> Your first and last time you've done That's it. That's the only one we talk about. I haven't <laughs> since. I haven't since. No, because now I, I, it's not like the floodgates. Are, I'm not going to yeah, be like I the them frat fart. boys. Like, yeah, I'll just do this all the time. <laughs> just walking by with a I crop I know a lot duster. of people, men and women, who will do it. Like, why don't you just do that? It's love. I'm like, that's, that, oh, that's love. That doesn't but smell okay. like love. Yeah, just, I, I couldn't do that. So I, I seldom I need to. We got my gut together. But, yeah, I, it, we felt way more comfortable after that. It was like a new level in our relationship. Is it a new yeah. level? I mean, I could I watch you in the bathroom too, but I don't no, think No, that's a boundary that, I have. So. I'm yes, like, no. See? Yeah. Although my pug does not respect weird, those weird boundaries. Weird kinky boundaries. No, my pug's like, I need to see where you are at all times. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> all right, Diane. We're going to move on to another segment. This is something that we do every time we talk to somebody on our on our podcast. We have this little sequence called um, Are You Datable? Where oh, two that. toxic white males, well, not toxic, you're, hopefully not. You're not toxic. On the toxic yeah, well, I, but, okay, well, the only when you fart. That. Yeah, well, that, <laughs> yes. 
try to ask uh, a series of this or that questions, would you rather questions, to our mm. guests, so that we may judge if you are a dateable human being. <laughs> so we can be judging. Now we heard you're married. That doesn't matter. We're still going to ask this anyways. <laughs> and then you can maybe bring it back to your husband and see if he aligns with our thinking of whether or not you should remain married or be dateable right. or whatever it is. You just take it for whatever it is. So would you, uh, in 2022, consent to come with us on our journey of dumb questions to find yeah. out if you're a dateable human being? Yeah, let's do it. I'm curious. Are you dateable? Do I start or do you start? I don't care. You want to start. I'll you start. do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Diane, would you rather have a face that everyone laughs at or a name that everyone laughs at? Ooh. A name. Because I think it would be fun to yell out at Starbucks or something. Oh, you know? yeah. Anywhere where there's where there's an opportunity to scream your name. You could really lean into that. I like it. I'm just trying to think your name. Your name's not funny. It's My fine. name's your name, No, no. Her name. Diane Teal Evans. It sounds like a 70s, like, you know. Robert Evans. No, it sounds like, you know, Charlie's Angels starring Diane T. Evans. <laughs> that's right. Know, well, I'm 33, like, and so many people that I meet that are around my age, they're like, that's my mom's name. Well, you I'm have like, a, no, so cool. do I. It's from Cheers. I have, it's I from have Cheers. a Steve, uh, Steve, that's such a 70s name. That's like my, da- my dad's name is Steve, actually. Diane is a little bit of an, is an it's older from name. Cheers. Everyone does not yeah. know my name, though, because they call me, um, they'll call me Diana. That's a I, newer thing. Everybody wants to call my daughter Julia. Oh, really? Well, she's Julie. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. There aren't any more Brads anymore either. They're oh. they're retiring that whole thing. Well, they're <laughs> retiring Steve too. It's monosyllabic and Germanic and so toxic. Not fun to say. So. <laughs> All right, Steve. It's your turn. All right. Would you rather be trapped in a romantic comedy with your enemies or trapped in a horror movie with your friends? Damn, Ooh, that's a good think question. about that a little bit there, because they're all going to die. Right? <laughs> but do I survive? We don't know. We, we can't go know. too deep. So. Ooh, let's say romantic comedy. But that might be with your enemies, so they're giving you bad advice on dating. I don't know if the but guy... But it might be or, hilarious, because it's a comedy, and I love comedy. Does. Okay. Yeah, but love comedy. Comedy from pain <laughs> with enemies. Maybe it's not at maybe. my expense. Horror, I, oh, I just can't. My nervous system can't. I watched, okay, sorry, I have to segue. We watched this horror movie called uh, X the other night because I love horror movies and it's when it's the season, so we always watch horror movies every night. It is. And I didn't know anything about it until the sequel just came out, which was a prequel to X, this X movie too. X. And then I heard it was going to be a trilogy about this killer. And so we said, all right, what the hell? And I bought this movie, X. And it was about, it's a 70s movie that takes place with five or six people who are making a porno film. And they find a house to rent out, a farm, a barn to rent out from this really old-ass couple and to make their porno film. And uh, it's got Britney Snow in it from Pitch Perfect and stuff like that, who's playing a porn actress. Um, But when the couple finds out what they're doing, it's like a murder spree. And oh, it was no. wildly crazy, sex, weird, violence. Uh, we like sweating the whole time. It was, yeah, it was, it was really well done. But there was this really creepy undertone of the older couple like condemning the act. I'm not giving anything away because they're old and it's the 70s and this newfangled group of hippie kids. You know, Uh-oh. but at the same time, like wishing they could do that still, and they they were of that generation. So it was thriller. Free spirit, free so spirit. like nonstop action. Yeah, it was. Was it, it was filmed recently? But it was about. Yeah, it's the about 70s? a year and a half oh, ago. Okay. And then so the sequel is coming out. And the sequel actually takes place with the pre. It's a prequel. Is is one of the older couple. It's like them as a younger person. So you kind of get the backstory, Ooh, I guess. Geez. So it's not out yet. It's in the theaters. My, fa- my favorite commercial recently are all these insurance commercials and how they just try to catch you on insurance stuff. So Flow and the Geico and all that. There's one Those where these, been around for a decade, where these yeah. kids are running around a building like it's a horror movie. And they're like, where should we go? 
And they're like, should we get in this car and drive away? Or should we run to the policeman who's standing over there? Or should we? He goes, they're going, no, we should hide behind the chainsaws in the barn. (laughs) And just pointing out all the bad decisions that are made in horror movies. Like, we should just run away? No, we got to run towards the yelling and hide behind the chainsaws. (laughs) Run towards the yelling. Great move. I love it. Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Would you rather date someone who's always punctual or date someone who remembers everything? Oh. I have my answer. Well, always punctual, which is my husband, I guess. He's always on time. He's always, I mean, if if he's on time, he's late kind of guy. He's that guy. Yeah. Is that annoying or do you appreciate Sometimes it's annoying, but he just has to understand that if it's like a friendly gathering, it's not like a hard start. I'm going to just arrive there a little bit later. And he's meanwhile like, oh, we got to get. Oh, yeah, we got to be there. We could be five minutes late, but that's fashionably late by five minutes. Right. We're like 12 years in now. Steve's eyes went flaring right there. No, I'm like that too. I'm like, no, no, we got to respect the time, damn it. They set the party parameters. Never arrive (laughs) early, though, for like a dinner party. It would not not be that person. What is one thing you hate about your husband? Sorry, total tangent. Ooh, something I or something you just don't like a uh, weird yeah, hates the his snoring oh. yeah. lately because yeah the snoring I, I I elbow him but yeah there aren't a lot of things to dislike okay. about you can't him. just turn him on the side that's what I get. that's I what do. happens I, to I me I get turnover. Kicked, <laughs> kicked on my side can gut health take care of that I was gonna that? say gut health when I, I lose mouth weight tape will gut help health uh, <laughs> or nose tape that new yeah, yeah. or you could get that right. CPAP machine that Brad and I have yeah. that I don't ever use because I hate that and there's no snoring to be had no just that sound of that it's a it's a it's a sound machine. It puts everybody to sleep. Does it? No. All right. Would you rather be extremely allergic to this foodie? Would you rather mm-hmm. be extremely allergic to your favorite food or forced to eat your least favorite food once a week? What's your favorite food? Mm. Roughly. I mean, that's hard to answer. Rice, Ooh, ro- white rice. A roasted Hamburgers. chicken. Roasted chicken. I okay. actually was just uh, breaking one down before I came in here. Who isn't on a Friday afternoon? Yeah. <laughs> I did that earlier. Yeah. I'm going to r- rub it down with a good compound butter after this. And that's, uh, that's just like. Brad rubs so a spatchcock down with compound butter all the time. <laughs> I do. <laughs> A little rosemary I don't time. Know what to say it to that. <laughs> that actually rolled off pretty good. I'll yeah, that was that, pretty, so. but that's going to be a, a sound Ooh. bite. Yeah. <laughs> I would say I would rather eat my least favorite food one f- food once a week, which I kind of already do with liver. So why do you? Oh, you just for the health benefits. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Would you rather spend the night in a dumpster or a porta john? I got the this, this Steve question. Oh, this dumpster because there's somewhere to lay down. I would thought porta john because all the research you can do. <laughs> no. No, That's why I put that one time. back on there. Like, did they just freshly put it there, or was it like after a festival weekend? Yeah, we asked know? the mayor the yeah. same question. And the dumpster, you could find food potentially. You could find. It could be a free gun. Clothing. Yeah. You could it's get, a night. You're yeah. just gonna survive. Yeah. Like, is it a John, Costco? You're sitting up, but I would think with what your you know your uh, likes are, that maybe you'd be. That's a weird fetish. You I need like, somewhere cool. to lay down, so I think a, a dumpster would have more opportunities. Right. You could probably okay. fetal up on the. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Would you rather live in a country where the government is almost always doing the right thing or live that? in a country where they have to listen to you? Like a you democracy. You guess that you're doing the right thing. <laughs> like Ooh. a democracy. Knowing full well people are stupid and not everybody in the population knows what the right thing is. Is this idiocracy is. with com- Owen Wilson? It's communism versus yeah. oh, yeah. democracy. Ouch, right my balls. That I want true. everyone to listen to me. Let's do that one. Okay. So oh. you're the one. You're the dictator then. Yes. You're the one who has the idea and it's your... Okay. Let's do that one. Right, like that. You will eat liver. Eat, well, if we're all have good gut <laughs> everyone, health. Everyone would feel so great. They'd have so much <laughs> energy with no the vitamin choice. A. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You have no choice but to feel good. And I want a bronze statue in, 
Towns Square. What's the position you're doing? You're how are you, how are you standing arm, in your statue? No, fuck that. She's on a squatty arms. potty. Actually, that's an yeah. interesting question. What If you had a statue erected of you, what would the pose be? I think it would be a boy <laughs> band, like um, 90s boy band pose. I guess this isn't a visual podcast, but maybe I'd be like crouching down. That's a, oh, you're down yeah. on the ground yeah. like AJ or something like, from Backstreet. Wow, yeah. With like the hand AJ. under the chin. And like you got a, maybe yeah. the gang sign fingers thrown down and one for the two people <laughs> who knew what awesome. that is. Steve, I picture you after you hit a great tee shot, you stand at parade rest. Yeah. Like military parade rest. Brad, that's how Brad knows I feel my golf shot was good. Is if I eat, if as soon as I hit it I put the hands on the top and I stand yep and I stand yeah, with my feet together. He's like, Oh, Steve thinks he hit a Steve good shot. Steve thinks he had a good shot. <laughs> Brad, what were your stats? I think I'd be more of a Peter Pan kind of stance. Okay. No, 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 that like Hands, hands on the hips. On the hips like, <laughs> boy. Kind of looking up. Boy, is that you, boy? Wow. Yeah, that would be me. Looking up to the sky. And I, I would have no gut. I I'd like have that like a ripped a ripped ab. Abs situation. One, one ripped ab. One ab. All right. Uh, okay. Is this mine? I think so. Okay. Would you rather live in a world where there is no crime or no privacy? Ooh. That's a really hard That's question. That's a difficult one. Yeah. yeah, I went digging this time. That was a good one. Oh. We softball some of them, but no crime or no privacy. And what kind of? I can. I, I guess I can't ask follow. You just have to answer. You can't know. Yeah, we prefer. Yeah. You I mean, what kind answer. of crimes? No well, crime. No crime. None at all. Mm, no. Which crime. is illogical because people will make crime if there is no. Crime. Right. <laughs> like, I'd say no crime because I want everyone to be safe and healthy. And but then everybody sees crime. what your search engine is doing. That's true. Yeah. Which I. I mean. Or what your. I'm not too worried. Bank about account is, or what your buying. Or habits see how are. you. Which there. How long see. you spend on the toilet. Actually, or they or see all this anyway. We just haven't hit the day yet where the eco-terrorists release that information on everybody, but <laughs> it's coming. Siri Can you imagine? Hears. Here's a scary thought. We all have Facebook, right? And we have all have friends on Facebook, and we've all looked at friends' pictures. We've all stalked a little bit deeper into Facebook. Oh, I wonder yes. how that person's doing. You look at Deep in the Instagram feed. What, when the day comes when Facebook releases... Such and such looked at that picture of you 18 times or something like that over the last like 10 years. Well, TikTok will tell people if, if, you, if take you go to their picture. profile. No, yeah. if you go to their profile. That's, your thing is Snapchat. Oh, I don't have TikTok. I don't have Snapchat. Yeah. That's why I don't have these. Better, I don't want that. Brad ticks the talk all over. TikTok I do it. is a whole other world. Yeah. Yeah, I won't do it. But can you imagine that? Like, what did, I mean, if that was released, that like. That's what LinkedIn has. You know someone exactly somewhere when knows. people are looking at no, your stuff. No, you know when they look at your site. That's it. Somebody looked here. But a Facebook, mm-hmm. you checked in on such and such eighteen times oh, this year. Oh, then I'm looking at an old girlfriend's or <laughs> some photo, <laughs> yes, right. or something, yeah. and then maybe one particular photo or something like that. Yeah, that then, would be the it, weird. Then it stops uh, yeah. people Ooh, from doing that. Okay, let's have the crime. Let's keep the crime. We love the crime. <laughs> okay, we get, so, so well, crime. I mean, no <laughs> is an expression of oh, pent Steve, up stop, whatever. I don't stop know. Stop arguing I both debates, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I know. That right? was a toughie. All right. All right, would you rather live in a future where people take everything too seriously or a future where people don't take anything seriously? Well, I feel like we're already I feel, in the I feel like we're in the people, former right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd say the latter. The future is now. Yeah, I would like <laughs> a couple what? years just of a couple just years of that. fuck it all. Just unhinged. I don't care what you say yes, about anything. It's totally the Patton Oswalt thing, though, about the generations of cool parents to strict parents. Well, you get the other one. Where after, you get yeah. like hippie parents and they're like, hey, man, I just sold the bed, but we're going to have a great time like, this just weekend. Come home tonight you right. know just come on we're having for dinner um <laughs> i'll take that right now you would Go take that over oh, yeah. the really serious no, for trip? 10 years that gets part of the cycle okay. cyclical right. nature of let's humans have some evolving. unhinged fun for a little bit yeah. yeah there you go 
Would you rather lose all of your memories from your childhood or lose all the memories of the last few years? Oh, all the memories of the last few years. You just but then you would not be the shit gal. You would be... That's okay. Well... Back in Rome. I would end be up doing, as the shit gal. Well, you said the last few years. So let's yeah. say, like, we erase everything up to 2020. <laughs> the like, shit beginning gal. of 2020. I'd be fine with you that. You want to get rid of COVID? Get, yeah, just yeah, erase okay. it from me. Okay. Reclaim sh- my time. <laughs> I reclaim my time. I like the shit gal. I think you should carry that forward somewhere <laughs> into... A I like poop in a group. What is it? Poop in a group. It, yeah. <laughs> all right. Ooh, okay. This has to do with shit. Because <laughs> it was all Would over Would you place. rather oh. live in the Middle Ages or the future? Where they're covered in it? Or where they don't have or it. Or where they don't have it at all anymore because we're some weird hybrid. Wait, in the future no one poops? Is that what no, you're I'm going to no, no, say no, no, that no. we've figured out. Disposal. Gut health has been figured out. Oh, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> or maybe not. I don't know. Or disposal is perfect. Definitely yeah. in the future. Oh, because the Middle Ages, like everyone's shitting in the street. It's dirty. Everyone's yeah. stinky. Again, though, research. This one, w- w- what if you... You could influence what happened then, though. You were like, wait a minute, you ate too many cows. I mean, maybe I'd f- I could focus on another part of improving health. Like, let's let's focus on metabolic health, and everyone's going to get super strong and, and It would be sleep interesting well to have, or... a, you know, send a doctor back with today's knowledge into the Middle Ages and see what would happen in a small They village. would burn me at a stake Oh, yeah, if you'd I went be back. a heretic, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just I, hysterical. I want all of the tra- travel, time travel movies of the past to really be logical when they do go in the past, they just stop for a second and go, it stinks here. Do you know what I think is interesting? I've read this before, and it's actually on point with you. I've read that there is only a certain degree, and it's not as far back if if that was possible to go back in time, that a human could travel back in time because the food they would eat then would be so different from what they ate now, they'd get diseased and die because of inability to to do that. The air would be different. The food is different. The living conditions are so different after 100 years or something like that. The and bacteria all the pathogens then. And so how different. we deal with it. You couldn't go back super far without like I, yeah. falling victim to that, which I always oh, thought was really interesting. So. Yeah. So you're saying that Brendan Fraser movie, the caveman movie, is full of shit? Oh, that guy would... What the hell? He, yeah. Casino <laughs> Man? Encino I'm so man. excited for his new movie, though. The, oh, whale? the whale? Yeah. I've heard about it. Can't wait to see it. Would you rather be in prison for one year in a maximum security prison or again, maybe you have been, uh, <laughs> with the most hardcore criminals, or be in prison for the next 10 years in a low security prison with like Wall Street criminals. White collar crime. Oh, One year in a maximum, years? 10 years God. in the minimum. One could, year in a maximum. Yeah, you'd, you'd be I'd come hard. out so hard. Badass, yeah. you'd go so hard. I would go so hard, she's <laughs> rolling up her cool. sleeves. You'd have These are where yeah. the tattoos would be. Yeah. And they would be like of like be liver. And like asparagus, <laughs> the tattoos. Well, you won't be shanking people Steak, for smokes. Liver. What would you be shanking people for then? What would I be shanking? You, yeah, them? we won't be shanking them for smokes. You're healthy. No. What would you shank them for? Then? I think she'd be Ooh. like teaching all the inmates how to take care of their gut, and then wow. they would worship her. It'd be like a cult. Okay. You're taking my snacks, my. Uh, <laughs> if they took my snacks. Hey, you got a pop tart there? Yeah, you know what's better for you? Yeah. This you turkey a, stick. You got here. a pop tart there? Turkey. Yeah, here I make my own. Uh, what are they? Toilet turkey, toilet wine, and toilet. <laughs> my toilet <turkey>. pickles. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> needs those <laughs> raw <laughs> ferments. We need those raw I fermented ferment veggies. I ferment these pickles in the toilet. I got some kimchi here. Um, Don't ask questions. Man, I love that. All right, last question. You better answer this one right. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be banned from setting foot in your home country, the Philippines? Oh, well, my home country is the U.S. Oh, I don't know these my things. My mom was built. 
Oh, all right. I don't know what these are. I don't know. Okay. Would can, you rather mom, be, can your mom answer this question, by the way, when yeah. we do it? Would you rather be banned from sending foot in your home country forever, but then be free to travel anywhere else in the, you wanted in the world, or stay in your home country but not be able to go anywhere else? Oh, easy. The former. I'd rather leave here and see everyone Yeah, else. right? Okay. Now, have yes. you been to the Philippines? I haven't. Oh, we were supposed to go in May for a cousin's wedding, and they moved it to Moab, Utah for practicality. That's the same thing. And my uncle. Wow, exotic to zero. So. Right? Well. <laughs> It was, it was actually epic. It was in front of this, like, beautiful mountains, and my cousin is a super, like, the most adventurous person I know. Okay. I'm talking, like, ice climbing. She rides bikes across the country. Um, but it was supposed to be in the Philippines, and my uncle bought five pigs that he was raising for the purpose of this wedding feast. Yeah, that's what Because in the Philippines, we right have now. lechon, and we... So he's like, oh, I have these pigs, and now they're past their prep. What am I going to do? So we had to sell them. But there's going to be another celebration uh, for my cousin in the Philippines that maybe we can go to in January. Oh, nice. Okay. More pigs. Well, music cue. Dun, dun, dun. Diane, man, woman, you are absolutely a pure delight. Your husband is lucky as hell because you are totally 100%, 98% dateable. dateable. You are awesome. 100% 90%. Awesome. Most of the time it works all the time. And most of the time it works all the time. As Paul Rudd, the great That's Paul Rudd. Right. The great Paul Rudd. All right, I have one more question for you as we were about to wrap things up because Brad has to go do stuff tonight. And Just I have, have to, do to stuff pick up tonight. my children. Parent things. Yeah, I got to do stuff too. Dinners, you know, it's fancy stuff, whatever. Uh, I heard you said you're a movie person. I'm a huge movie person. Mm-hmm. What... Give me two movies that you can't turn off or make you cry or you think are some of the greatest things ever. Ooh. I will judge harshly if you ah. say that. A Marvel Alabama. movie or some something stupid. It's Sweet Home Alabama. You know, I'd love say. to think about I, I feel like I have to think more about you would know drama. I mean, you can well, least, I know. Yeah. Well, and then I'm thrown off because some... I th- I'm going to give you my comfort movies. Here you go. I like That's to go fine, too. I love Dumb and Dumber. Is one of my all not where I would have gone with you, but okay. I, all right. I love I love that Barbins lately Barbins star go to Vista Del Mar. Never That's a recent it a good, comedy okay, yeah, yeah. favorite. Kristen Wiig is great. Those come to mind. Ah, I feel like I'm thinking more of like actors that I like more than I'm thinking of a song. It's a movie it's a where you just you cry or you're like that's the one. If I'm stuck on the island, that's the one I get. That's gonna get. Why well, it has to be one that I cry? Well, it doesn't have to be a cry, yeah, but but a movie that it, it, it pulls that emotion from you definitely, you know, or a movie you can't stop talking about. It definitely pulls <gasps> something from you from an artistic standpoint. I can name f- five, but I've had this list forever. But yeah. you know, but like Eternal Sunshine with the Spotless Mind is one of mine. Finding Neverland is one of mine. Dark City, Amadeus, The Abyss. These are all Dark movies City. that for so. Oh, it was a science fiction. It was just a science fiction masterpiece to me. That is something I. It's it's changing people's minds every night, so they wake up. It's aliens basically changing people's minds every night mm-hmm. and injecting new personalities every day and then watching what they do with each other to try to figure out how humans interact with yeah, each other. Yeah. Just that idea and concept Damn. was really interesting to me. So I hate that I'm like blanking on this because no, I feel like right. I watch so much film, but then I'm like, I can't think of a good drama that I'm like, that is my... That is my go-to. All right, that's mm, okay. I have to open up my letterbox. Like Brad is one of his top ten. Mine too. Stand by me. Yes. Now, if you ever, have you ever seen Stand by Me? Remind so me. It's nineteen eighty-five. It's old. Is it's, it dust? No, no, no. It's um, Corey Feldman or yeah, River Corey Feldman, River Phoenix. It's the four boys that go looking mm. for the dead body that they hear about in the fifties. They hear the kid got hit by a train. The body hasn't been found. They follow the train tracks for the weekend. They sneak away from their parents, and then it's just the bonding story between four teenage yeah, the, boys. The best part about it is it's not about the dead body at all. 
No. It's about Never the journey about the to journey. something. Oh, you need to watch this. It's it is. Oh, and it's a Stephen King short story it's a Stephen King that short nobody story. knows. Yep. Honestly, my favorite stories from Stephen King are not the horror. Yep, they're the ones that are. It's Shawshank. Shawshank it's Redemption Green Mile. Shaw- it's, oh, Green I mean, Mile. That is a movie that one. fucked me up for Amazing. a long. Really? Yeah. We're just like. Yeah, uh, that was such a good movie. But that was one that immediately makes me cry every time. But there you go. I mean, Shawshank. For a movie to pull an emotion like that. Schindler's List. That's pretty strong. But, I mean, of course, that's just going to make I go to the military stuff. Whenever you ask that question of guests, Mm -hmm. I always go to um, Private Ryan, but it's at the end with the old guy at the grave. Oh, and when he says, did I do good enough? That's the line. Did I do well enough to make this worth, uh, these guys dying for me worth that happening? absolutely. It's always those little lines, though, and those are th- yeah. But yeah, the patriotic thing hits me all the time. I remember, I remember crying at a at a preview for a movie. Whoa! And it was the hockey movie with Kurt Russell about the um, about the uh, Olympic team who bought, uh, who beat the Russians. It was like the early eighties. Really? Yeah. And there's this whole scene at the beginning of the movie, or the tra- trailer did it too, about trying to challenge these guys to be part of. Are, what team do you play for? What team? And they kept saying, "I work for, I work, you know, I play for University of Michigan." University, and they keep going down the line, and he kept torturing them and exercise, and then eventually one of them figures out, "Oh, I, I play for USA," and it just broke me. And I was like, "What is wrong?" This patriotic thing Ooh, that kills me every. You time. know, a recent one that really got me, and I, I, I've said, I said this in her podcast. My host always gets me because. I, She's like, Diane doesn't like musicals. I'm going to get her into them. Ah. I don't, I just, I don't really typically go for them, but sure. I tick, tick, boom. Because oh, I think okay. Andrew Garfield is just a phenomenal. I didn't I watch that one, but I, found, I am very familiar with the story. I've heard so. she he's was, amazing. It's about the, um, Rent, the Jonathan Rent. Larson. Yeah, yep. Jonathan yeah. Larson. But Andrew Garfield did such a great job. Me and Neil both were watching it and we we're like, oh my Really? God. I've yes. heard, did you hear the story? He, he, his agent. I'm sure it was in the accepted movie. Accepted the part. No, no, no. Oh, Andrew Garfield's story. Andrew Garfield, like, his agent accepted the part because Andrew Garfield had said he'd always wanted to work with Lynn manuel Miranda. And eventually his agent got this thing and just committed that Andrew could sing. Oh, yeah, he can sing. Yeah, yes. totally yeah. fine. And he learned and for the he role. Got back, he's like, you can sing, right? He's like, no, no, no. not at all. <laughs> and he had to go through this rigorous months of you know, learning how to I sing. I love those stories. Those I are, do too. Those are fun. I've been watching more um, shows lately, but on more re- reading more than watching anything. All right, all last, last question. Brad's got to do shit tonight. I do too. What are you reading? What's on the bedside right now? Ooh. I'm reading Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Levin, and it's about friendship. And I'm I'm like a third in, and they are creating different video games. But it's a cool throwback because they're talking about Tetris, and it's I think it takes place between like '86 to like early 2000s. Oh, okay. So it's jumping around in time, but it's beautiful. So far, it's about friendship between the two friends that are creating the games. And then right before that, I just finished up um, Mercury Pictures Presents, which if you like film and you like fiction, yeah. you'll like this. One of my favorite authors, Anthony Mara, and it's okay. about, I think, Mussolini's Italy and um, Hollywood God, at the same time. Two of my time. favorite subjects. It's yeah, really, it and this, I mean, we were you got me thinking about this because we're talking about film, film that evokes emotion for me every time. His book and his debut novel, they, the characters, the character development, so beautiful, gets hmm, me okay. just crying every what time. Mer- you'll laugh. Mercury, Mercury Pictures Presents by okay. Anthony Mara. All right. Yes. Brad's reading Clifford the Big Red Dog. I am again. <laughs> again, I mean it's it's driving. Well, you know? it takes it's eight good. seconds, and that's all the so time. It's so character driven. To my three year old, actually, <laughs> it's so character driven. It's so character yeah, driven. Yeah. I mean, who the fuck you be red? <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> awesome, Diane. 
Steve, Brad. I don't say this to anybody. You've been you've been a pleasure. You've he been an absolute he delight. Say it to anybody. It's been wonderful to sit here and talk to you. Um, we certainly appreciate you coming in here. Uh, before Brad says whatever, I just want to say, get any last plug in here for what you're doing. You're doing some great stuff. It's very important kind of work. Your health, gut health. Brad's going to lose his gut on this. I'm going <laughs> to totally. lose my gut on this. It's going to regulate. Women are going to lose their guts on this. And the podcast. Uh, get off your ass and fix your ass. Uh, get your shit together. Get your shit together. <laughs> get your poop in a group. <laughs> get your poop in a group. Yeah. I just like saying that. Over get over. your scat where it's at. I don't. There's get like, your <laughs> scat where it's at. <laughs> All this these, is amazing. <laughs> you're fixing but things in the world. You're doing good things for people. What do you got to say about it? Last plug. Yeah, so find me on Get Your Shit Together, or you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Diane Teal, and yeah. Get your shit together. Make sure they eat breakfast and stay hydrated. Okay. I'll take that it. That was not what I thought. I was going to go deeper than that, it. but all right. That was it. <laughs> thank you, Diane. Diane. Diane, thank you so much for helping us. Thank you. Commentary you didn't ask for, but a podcast you might need. Absolute BS with Brad and Steve. That was absolute BS. <laughs> <laughs>